podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the post-match point on the Villa View. This show is in association with Purity Ale. If you use the code hashtag Villa View, you'll get 10% off all the beers and ales that Purity have to offer, including their 1982 cans when they come back in stock. Don't even know where to begin with what I've just watched unfold in front of my eyes, but hopefully Neil and Ty will know where to begin as they join me for this show. And lads, at one point I just thought, here we go. We're really going to upset the apple cart here, but in typical Villa fashion, a wild six and seven minutes, and we've ended up losing 3-2. And I'm going to mix reaction from some of the stuff I've tweeted on Twitter, Neil. It's it's weird, I think, just, just because it's Manchester City and, you know, that they're obviously gunning for the title, so they're an exceptional team. If you are 2-0 up and you can see three goals in seven minutes, I think that's weak mentality and weak mentally. I, I, I feel embarrassed in, in a way about that game. Um, no, that's probably too strong a word. I've used it twice already, but I think that's probably too strong a word. We, I we should probably say like... it's hard to come on here straight after a game and be, yeah, it be is. rational. It, it is. is very difficult. Yeah, I'm going to retract that word I used. I'm okay. going to retract the word embarrassed. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to, I kind of kind of feel like I'm stuck in a time warp. I feel like I'm stuck in this never-ending cycle of things are great for, for 70 or 80 minutes and then, they, then we end up losing. And uh, it's just happened an awful lot over over the last 10 years or so, you know, for, for Villa. And it's, uh, I suppose it does, it, it kind of wears you down every so often. And I noticed this game didn't mean an awful lot to us, really. But, you know, we're 2-0 up, 70-whatever minutes, and then we lose 3-2. You know, there has to be questions asked about that, I think. You know, the there has game, to be questions asked. The game plan was good, Ty, up until Manchester City scored. You know, we, we reduced them. Like they've created very few clear-cut chances. We, we got off to a shaky start, as I would have expected with a goalkeeper that hasn't really played since November, but we settled down. Great goal just before half-time and then did the unbelievable thing of getting that second goal as well. But then as soon as, I mean, even at 2-0, I never felt massively comfortable, to be honest, but I thought we were playing well. But as soon as they score, you do know what's going to happen, don't you? I mean, we defended great through throughout the majority of the game. Oh, I'm Neil. Right, director. <laughs> there we go. We, 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 we defended so well. And then that Coutinho for Nakamba subs just, you know, yeah. put us that little bit to park the bussy. And, you know, it's a, it's a very, you know, well, probably against anybody else, it's a, probably a good sub. But against the team who are chasing the Premier League title, they need those goals. They're, they're going to shove everything at it. And when you've got Watkins up there on his own, because Coutinho has been subbed, it's like, well, well, what can you do? You know, I, I don't think it was a great sub, uh, sub to be honest. I was, uh, no. it's, it's just classic Villa, you know, when you, <clears throat> whether you wanted Man City or Liverpool to win that, that part's irrelevant. It's, it's just one of those things where it's just classic. I think the only team could be 2-0 up against Man City um, that late on in the game. And loses us. I'm just, I'm just quite happy to put the that to to bed. If I'm honest, and the the end of the season, I'm glad it's over. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't even like we were go. We got them going into the 90th minute, and it was two two, and they were chasing a goal. Like, we literally capitulated in such a short space of time. It's it's un, it's unreal. I, I it's unprecedented to concede three in in that amount of time. The, the way we did, I, I just. Just so, so bad. I'm struggling to c- collect my thoughts. The sub nail, as Ty just says, 
on the face of it, you can see, okay, I'm bringing off an attacking player for a defensive player. Let's try and protect what we've got a little bit. And it is easy to always do these things with hindsight. But there was going to be space. Space was going to open up because Man City were going to have to have to, have to attack as, as they did. And the camber isn't great on the ball. I thought Louise was having a good game in defensive midfield, to be honest. I, I don't like him there, but I thought he was having a good game. The camber's played once, twice, since, since Christmas, maybe. You're asking someone to come into the fire there with a water pistol. It, it, it's just not no good for him, is it? it, it it's tough for him to come on and adapt to a game of, of that pace. The sub just killed any advantage that we had and just put the momentum in Manchester City's favour. And as I say, I know it's very easy to judge that after hindsight, with hindsight, but it, it's hard to look at that and think that the sub didn't cost us in some way. It definitely cost us. It, it, as you said, it killed all our momentum that we had. Um, now, look, you know, it, it is 20, it is hindsight is 2020, you know. We're looking back in the event and we're saying, oh my God, when the camera came on, it cost us. Um, but I think it was probably the like like at the time, um it was probably the right decision to make. You know, it was probably the right decision to make at the time, but then it just it just transpired that you know the game then got away from us afterwards. And what you said there rang true, you know, that you're bringing on somebody there who who probably you know, you, you, you'd have to think somebody has the legs, even if they've only played twice since Christmas. You'd have to think that they have the legs for the last 15, 16 minutes of a game. But it didn't pan out that way. And it wasn't just him that was was an issue, you know, for those uh, for those eight minutes where we conceded three goals. So Emi Buendia goes to um, goes right out to the wing to, to take somebody on and literally goes to dive in to tackle him when all he needs to do is jockey him. Ball comes across and then, then and, and, and they score, you know, little things like that. I see. I'm looking at Twitter here. Rodri apparently handles the ball for his goal. I don't know, but it's just, it, but it's I just did, I didn't notice at the time, I must say. Yeah. I know. I didn't notice it either. You know, Mings' heavy touch. Douglas Louis been cutting his heels for the second goal. You know, it was just, there was, there was a lot of little things there from a tired team. And, you know, we defended brilliantly up until 70, whatever minute. Chambers was monumental. I thought for 70, I thought he was having a brilliant game. Really, really good game. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was at fault for any of the goals. It, it is a collective thing, isn't it, Ty? It's, it's a collective problem. It just as the team worked hard to get themselves turned up, and that, I felt that was a team thing. You've seen the best and worst sides of, of Villa tonight because there, there is just that fragility there. Very reminiscent of the Wolves game in, in a lot of ways, yeah. and obviously that's coming to two different managers, and one of them is Wolves and one of them is Manchester City, one of the best teams in the world. But you just know Villa have got that in their locker, and we have seen the best and worst of them there. Yeah, it's it takes it's hard to, to to deal with that for ninety minutes of football of you know being yeah, pressed that. like that. You, you know, there's. I mean, I would have been very surprised if we would have managed to get through ninety because they they did push us for you know the the majority of the game. But again, I just think it boils down to that sub of putting too much on the back burner. You know, we we should have gone for a third. We don't need to park the bus. You know, we were defending well. We didn't need to put another defensive option there. Um, they looked a bit more dangerous um, in the second half with, with their chances. You know, you could see they were getting closer and closer to, to scoring a goal. And then, you know, it's just one of them things where it, it came. So I, I ain't got a lot to say on the matter, to be fair, Dan. I'm just quite, I'm quite happy that the season's over, if I'm honest. I'm just, especially with the news of, you know, Kamara flying about. Mm. I'm quite glad that we had... We have that to, you know, look forward to. You know, we made two transfers um, for the transfer windows even open. So um, that's cost 17 million for them both. I know that's completely off subject, 
but I just wanted to put shed a bit of positivity into the well chat done, because there isn't positive much to God. talk about positive, positive right now. Do you know what I mean? So it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. There is one more, I think, that's relatively close as well, as I understand it. So hopefully that'll get done now. The Premier League season has finished as well. I just can't stop dwelling on the sub. I'm just thinking about it whilst, whilst we're talking. Like, you've bought Nakamba on, fair enough. But then not only have you bought Nakamba on, you've then, moved, you've then had to move Louise. You've then had to move Ramsey into a You're moving people into different positions as well, moving people about when it's been going quite well, Neil. I always think that plays a part as well. If you're making a sub, but you've ended up disrupting two other players as well. Yeah, and, and it's like, we can talk about the sub until we're blue in the face as well, but like this happened under Dean Smith, that happened under, it's happened under managers throughout the course of the years, you know. I just I just love to find the, the, the person who put the curse in us for that point of view. From that point of view, the fact that we can't hold on to a 2 nil lead. I, I nearly would have, you know, like, we probably would have even probably defended better at nearly one nil. I don't know what the story is. You know, we can say anything in hindsight, but... um. Those two subs, like that one substitution to make two moves. You're right, Dan. You know it is. It's it it, it changes the dynamic during the middle of the game, and uh, but once again, as I say, hindsight is is twenty twenty with stuff like that. But it's um, it's just like like I know most people will come on here and then probably have never seen me as down in the dumps over a Villa result. I just I took this one hard. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm the I same. think everything was going our way. You know, Coutinho banging one in. It was a beautiful goal. Great to get him back on the on the, on the score sheet. And we soaked I mean, up loads of just, pressure. Just about saw it on Sky's coverage. They were, too, they were too busy cutting to a different yeah. game when Villa scored the second on the Sky, yeah. Sky coverage. I only just just about saw it. I don't know what it was like in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> I shouldn't be upset because I going into the game, I really expected nothing. So I don't know why I'm now going yeah, on I, here. I, 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 I tell you, you what, I, I did like. Um, like a few people had said, "Oh, if Emmy was in goal, um, he would have saved those goals." Like, nah, no, no, maybe he might have. But you've got Olsen give up, give off some good distribution, and you got to remember he hasn't played at ninety yeah. minutes of football, first team football all season. So I don't think he has an asset. You no, know, he was last oh, game yeah. in November for Sheffield United, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his ball distribution was great. You know, it's good to that... see him because we're probably going to sign him. So you know, you want to see what he's about a, a little bit. He, I would say he recovered well from a shaky start. He looked very nervy the first five ten minutes, tie, and then then he recovered from that. So it's interesting to see him. God, I, I really don't think Martinez saves any of them. I don't think you can look at the goalkeeper for for, for any of the goals. He, he, that's just my opinion. But I, I don't I certainly don't think he saves Rodri's and the other two were from very close in. So I don't think having Martinez there make, makes too much difference, mate. Maybe it does in terms of settling the defence and obviously the familiarity of playing together, but I don't think you can look at any of the goals and point the finger at the goalkeeper. I think we probably saw the best and worst of Ollie Watkins today as well, Ty. It's a great play. Like he, he's, so, he's such a William runner. He, he works hard, but at times he's touching, he's finishing. He, he just isn't there. It's almost as if you could combine Ings and Watkins. You'd have the perfect striker for the way Villa are trying to play, but obviously that's not how life in football works. There was definitely moments of frustration. Um, where I mean, that one where Olsen's played the ball over the top. I mean, they flagged offside. I think VAR yeah, was on. checked it. He, he, he was very, very close, whatever it was. Um, no, he was on. He was in his own half. Was he on? Yeah. Oh, was he yeah. in his own half? Oh, okay. Yeah, he I thought he was, he was just, uh, just past the shoulder. Um I think he'll be glad to see the end of this season, to be fair. Probably been a very frustrating season for him because I personally think there's a player in there. I think he, he, he should stay on with us. And I think... Well, Gerard seems to talk up him. He wants him here, I think. Yeah, so... 
I'm just I'm just still hurt by that sub. If you're going to take Coutinho off, if you're not going to go for another Cam, go for another striker. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe even bring Ings on next to him. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I know Ings came on, but I'm just that that one's still, still a bit tough. Um, It'd have almost been better with Ashley Young coming on, like the sub we made at the end, bizarrely, when we were 3-2 down and we took Brendera off Ashley Young. It would have almost, if you're going to take Coutinho off, Ashley Young then would have probably made a bit more sense than what we did. Yeah, I would absolutely. Say. Yeah, 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 I agree. So I'm just really happy to see the end of it, Dan. I, I, it's, it's, I don't want to sit here and pan the team because no, it no, was, no. I think that uh, I seen a stat actually from ABFC Statue. That was the first time we've took the lead at Man City since John Carew mm-hmm. scored in 2010. So 2010, yeah. there's a 12-year-old record that we've... Uh, I mean, there was a few years absence in the Premier League, but still it's a, a record that's reset. You know, me yeah. just clutching at straws to find a positive. Um, well, that was the thing, you know, we've been rotten against the teams above us all season. Yeah. And then I was thinking at 2-0 up, oh my God, we've we've saved the best till last. Also, whilst having the nagging down in the back of my head that this is Aston Villa Football Club and we're still very unlikely to win the game, which is why am I upset? I don't understand, I don't understand why, why I'm so upset now. Yeah, I just, I, I like... We do it to ourselves all the time. We we dare to believe when we're playing against. And look, I'm going to say we dare when we dare to believe against the bigger teams. Like it's like we were one up against Liverpool going into injury time, and Liverpool won two one last season. You know, with uh, it's like it just always happens to come back and bite us in the bum every so often. But uh, yeah, look, I I've kind of it's been good to be able to talk it out because if I was sitting at home mulling on that on my own. <laughs> Um, at home, I could be very, very bad company for for the better half inside for the rest of the afternoon tonight. But uh, I'm beginning to I'm beginning to get my smile back anyway after after talking it out because as and and you know what I'm laughing at the, at some of the comments here. I I, I I'm not going to share up some of the comments, but I was going down through the comments here and there was somebody that was said Neil is annoying and I was going what I haven't even said anything. I don't know why anyone would say no, I'm annoying know. and then I realised two lads in the comments were having a conversation about whether you're annoying. Or is one of them I called that, Neil? How who... can I be annoying? I've barely said anything. <laughs> Ty, th- Ty, thoughts on Neil being annoying? Uh, yeah, am I annoying? I love the bloke. I can't, yeah. I can't knock <laughs> him. I don't, I don't find you annoying. I've, I've got you back, Neil. Don't worry. Compared Thanks, to me, you're definitely not annoying as well. Oh, man. I am glad uh, the season's over, I think, because I do think it's going to be an exciting summer as well. I do think we'll we'll do some good business. So, Jer- Obviously, we've come straight on, so I don't know if Gerard's spoken, if, if he said anything, do let us know if, if he has. But I'm imagining, not because of the Liverpool thing that he's been drummed into him all week, that I'm sure he's not actually that bothered about because he will be focused on Villa, but he'll just, Gerard will be annoyed by that because I don't think yeah. he likes mental fragility high, and that was mental fragility. Yeah, I mean, there's probably in the back of his mind as well a bit of redemption for, you know, he's... Yeah, the City fans are singing his bloody song at the end of the game as well. Yeah, it's understandable, but what also rattled me was Sky Sports drowning out Villa. I didn't, I found, there's no, you just know, obviously, when you've been to Villa games, especially away ones, that were not quiet. They were definitely drowned out by sound control. And I I won't have that we were that quiet all game. Like We we wouldn't have. We We weren't, especially at 2-0. We were most definitely on the last game of the season, not as quiet as Sky Sports made us. City fans were walking out at 2-0. You know, you could see them and the, when we were celebrating. You could see the city. I don't know whether they were just going to be fair, they could just be going to the bar or the toilet, but you know, they were they were people walking out quite visibly at, at two and a I thought from the scene, the scenes I saw. They were probably thinking that that was it done, but I mean, didn't we all? You know, yeah. we thought, well, no, was... I, I didn't, I didn't, is the stupid thing. So, why am I upset as I keep saying? But 
I suppose now we should give Man City some credit. They are a phenomenal side. I mean, to get in the 90s for points in the Premier League is is just unbelievable. And, you and know, not Man win City the title. Man City and Liverpool are doing that consistently now. And I put my, personally, I wanted Liverpool to win the league. I, I think they're a phenomenal team to watch. They're my favourite team to watch. And the, the annoying thing was that Liverpool couldn't get Liverpool weren't getting it done when Villa were turning up because that might have changed things as well. If Liverpool were winning when we were turning up, Man City would have known that. Would have known that. Yeah. That yeah. could have played a part as well. The fact that they were they were one one at the time, maybe that galvanised Man City a little bit. I don't know. Let, let them play with a little bit more freedom than they would have done. That's a good point because there was when Liverpool won nil down at three minutes, there was a massive roar in the stadium, yeah. and then there wasn't another huge roar until I'd say even until City's third goal. Like the first and the second goals were like almost like okay, let's go on. This mightn't even be enough for us. And then the third goal went in for City, and then there was now a mighty roar uh, at, at the Etihad. But yeah, the last the, the 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 second biggest roar of the evening um came when Liverpool went down one nil to 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 Pedro Neto. So it was um it was a really strange day though across the league. Really strange mm. day. You know, like you, like we we outperformed ourselves. You know, I suppose when you think about it, uh, the two 0 like that was a strange result for us to be two 0 up after seventy minutes. And um, Wolves holding Liverpool was strange because Wolves haven't been able to hold Taffy for the last three or four weeks. They've been very poor. Um, and then other you know other results were were wild as well. You know, obviously Leeds and Brentford going down to almost the last kick of the ball with uh, Jack Harrison putting the back in the net. So it was a wild day uh, across the league. Um, but yeah, as I say, I just wish that we could have, I just wish we could have held out. Even the draw would have been very good for us. It would have been nice for us. It would have, uh, for, just from a selfish point of view, not for Liverpool winning the league, but well, no, no, just no, for no. Aston Villa and for going into the, into the, the off season. I think that that dressing room would be down tonight and I think it should be down, but I, I, I think, you know, they've, they've, it's bad that they have so much time now to think about a game like that where they can't put it right again or even go out to try and at least try to put it right for one more week. It's it's a tough one to finish the league on for, for the fans and it's also a tough one, but it's more tough, as I say, for the, for the players themselves. So tie 14th, I think we ended up finishing in the end. I haven't actually checked the late table, but we lost, so I'm assuming yeah. we finished 14th in my maths before the game was correct. Overall, how would you sum the season up? I'm not going to look into it too much. I, I think we underestimated how much losing a manager and your best player in the same season impacts you. Um, we definitely could have got more from games. Um, there was times where there's games where we should have won, like today, as an example, where we could have done more. A very frustrating season, but a season where I probably didn't expect much. I didn't expect Gerard to... Um, to come in and you know push us for for Europe in the first season. I mean, when you look at it, we're only seven points off eighth, you know. So that's why I look at that. And think we could difference. have easily finished out this season with a bit more nows. Yeah, absolutely. Um, disappointing, but since since about about thirty games, Dan, I've been thinking, you know, I just want the season to end. Let's get it over with. Let's get the players out who aren't right and get the players in who are going to be the difference. So I'm just excited for that now. To be fair, I'm I'm, I'm quite. It'll sting a little bit for the rest of the day, but I'll wake up tomorrow morning and uh, it's a new day, in it? You know, we go again. We go again. Yeah. Can you just flash that back up again now in a second? I don't I know whether, there's something I, whether I saw something there that was correct. We lost the third most games in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, if you're looking at a problem, oh, that's probably the biggest problem, isn't it? <sighs> that is the biggest problem. You know, turning losses into draws. Like, we have drawn the, you know, out, well, obviously outside the top four. We've drawn what the second least amount 
mm-hmm. third least amount. You know, you know, you need to be drawing more games than six if you want to if, if you want to really kick on, you know, because one point is 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 pretty valuable, you know. You see it there. It's a very concertina type of type of league. You know, you turn 19 losses, you turn at least half of those, or even if you turn a third of those, that's six games, six extra points, six draws, you know, that, and that also makes the team feel better. It makes the fans feel better. No intended fits is bad. That's way way you look at it. That's bad. Yeah, exactly. I think it is. And uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'll be honest, I... I remember being on, I can't remember what podcast it was, but I think all you guys were on it as well. I think it might have been Karen Blue. I think Dan Ronaldson did a, a piece at the start of the season for our a Dan Ronaldson joint. I listened God, back. I, I, oh, God. What <laughs> oh, yeah. I, God knows what Dan, I would have been saying. Can you message him and ask him to take that down and destroy it and burn it God. and make sure that no one ever No, see, because if he's listening, he'll post that clip just to wind Dan up. Uh, he doesn't watch. He doesn't watch. He doesn't watch anymore. He doesn't watch. He doesn't watch rival channels. Dan Ronan said, "No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't watch the rival content." It was mad. I, mean, oh, I, I forgot about that video. Like we were going. To, I, th- I think I said something like it was possible that Watkins might get twenty and Ings might get close to twenty goals. Ooh, or <laughs> I, I, I think I said thirty goal contributions between them on a podcast. I can't remember whose it was, but I did. They probably um, got over twenty. I would say between them, Tars. It's not a terrible shout that. I was probably one of the better shouts that went out on that, on that video, probably, I, w- I would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's, there's some concerning news, guys, and, and, and I don't know whether I, should bring, whether I should bring it up, but uh, a couple of people are saying here that Robin Olsen, when the fans came onto the field, that Robin Olsen got a... Um, he got attacked by some of the fans. I don't know. Oh, yeah. that's not good. I don't know. It's not good. I mean, at the Just moment, in a week, the pitching versions have been, it's not a surprise, is it? In, in a week when it's happened, I think that that's, uh, that's a bit of a letdown. You know, that's a bit of a letdown because, you know, you see the first guy do it for Forrest and you see uh, guys do it to Patrick Fair and you kind of think at some stage somebody's going to have, going to go, right, let's, let's not get my name in the paper, please. I, I don't, I've never really been a massive fan of pitching versions anywhere. I mean, at least City has won the league, so I can understand it in some ways. Yeah. Everton doing a pitching version the other night, finishing 16, madness. Also, if you're yeah. coming on to do a pitching version when you've won the semi-final, you've won absolutely uh, nothing. I yet. mean, I mean, Everton's was probably because it guaranteed survival. Still, it, though, I still think it's you, Everton shouldn't be celebrating surviving. If we did that, I'd be absolutely humiliated. If we celebrate Steiner with the week that's in it, I think there would be a lot of conversation. There's got to be something. There's got to be something done with it. It's absolutely ridiculous now. People just yeah, and the thing is, there's copycats. People, people, people just people with mobile phones. They say they say one person does something, they want a bit of fame. Do it as well. Mm. It's just pathetic. I don't yeah. agree with pitch invasions anyway. I never have. And if you if you do a pitch invasion, what makes you want to attack one of the opposing players? Like it just makes sure, no you've sense. just won the league. It's no sense. Yeah, well, that yeah, goalkeeper like, just letting three goals. Why are you attacking him? If yeah, and and, and there's people here saying. Um, you know, like why why don't why don't they give uh, points deductions to teams? Like the teams initially should be the ones to kind of sort this out. This shouldn't be an FA thing. It should be the teams. But I don't know whether points deductions is the right thing. But we're going into the weeds here in this one. But um, yeah, look for the week that's in it, uh, and for the amount that we've had already this week. You know, you would have thought sanity would have prevailed. But then again, you know, emotions run high after winning the league and four o'clock kickoffs. I'm sure there was a pub nearby. You know, so it's going to be very. It's going to be very hard to corral people at that at that stage of the day at six o'clock, you know. So, um, there's a lot of mitigating factors, but just keep your hands off players if you do run into yeah, the pitch. Completely unacceptable to be going around yeah. assaulting essentially footballers. Not on especially when you've just won the league. Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. You'd understand. Well, you wouldn't understand frustration if they had lost the league, like. But well, they wouldn't be on the pitch, I suppose, if they'd lost with the. Yeah, but assaulting someone when you've just won the league, surely that's probably your happiest moment of the year. 
Like, yeah. why would you want to go and hurt someone? No, you're probably just... not going to be able to go to the football for the foreseeable if you are the guy that's done that. I mean, we should say at this point, it's alleged. I haven't seen anything. It's I'm alleged. Seen anything yeah, back, yeah. yeah. Is that even a word? Alleged? Have I said that word wrong? Top journalist there. No, that's right. Alleged. alleged, alleged. Yeah, alleged. Yeah. Is it alleged? Fine. Oh, Let's go. Let's go on that. If no, that's no. the only thing that's been said that was wrong in this podcast, then you're fine. <laughs> I'm sure that's there's been many elected. things. There's been many <laughs> things said wrong on this podcast, including that you're annoying now. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That does us for the poach, poach, poached match point. I can't even talk. The post-match points for this season. We're going to come back and do a video next week around the squad rebuild. Look at who we think might stay under Gerard and who we think might go, although I actually don't think that many will go. So that could be a complete dead video. So we'll see what happens with that. But thanks to Neil and Ty for joining me straight after the game. It is always difficult to come straight on. And, to, and talk about the match. So I appreciate you coming and joining me. And thanks to everyone that's tuned in through the season as well to the post-match points. We really appreciate it. Thanks to Purity for sponsoring us as well. If you do want to get yourself some Purity Ale, don't forget to use the code hashtag VillaView and that'll get you 10% off. So yeah, another season in the books for Aston Villa Football Club, 14th. Last day, capitulation, Manchester City win the league. Hopefully we'll have a happier season next time round of the Villa. Podcast Network.